Hello and welcome to Deep Dive with My Book, where we walk in agreement with the scripture found in 2 Timothy 3, 16-17. God has transmitted his every substance into every scripture, for it is God-breathed. It will empower you by its instruction and correction, giving you the strength to take the right direction and lead you deeper into the path of godliness. Then you will be God's servant, fully mature and perfectly prepared to fulfill any assignment God gives you. Come along with us as we dive into scripture so that we too can be fully matured and perfectly prepared to fulfill any assignment God gives us. On today's episode, my guest is an extremely beautiful young lady, not just physically, but of spirit. She has such a sweet, sweet spirit. And she ministers so beautifully as well in song. But not only that, she ministers the simple truths about the love of God. And it's been such an absolute honour to have her on on this episode. Um, So, yeah, stay tuned and listen to what the Holy Spirit has to say through this episode's guest. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Deep Dive with Mindful. As you would have heard um, in the guest intro, I am here with... The beautiful, amazing Alina. Um, we're going to talk on a very interesting topic, one that is relevant and one that um, I feel the world needs more understanding on when it comes to what the Bible says about that topic. Um, so, yeah. Hi, Alina. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. The pleasure is all mine. Honestly, it's such a pleasure to to have you on here. I think I think that you're like you're such a genuine person. I think I was I was telling telling someone this the other day. I was like, Alina has just got such a beautiful spirit. But yeah, no, I'm I really 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 Thank glad you. you you honored um my invitation to join me on here. So today we are talking on identity. Is that correct? Yes, exactly. Very important topic. Yeah. If you want to take it away, that's that's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So our identity um is family rooted um in the one who formed us. Like we can't look anywhere else but to God since He created us. Oh. I've I've seen in the past years in this world a lot of this tendencies of trying to redefine ourselves. Um or like even recreate ourselves. Right. And a lot of um, a lot of motivational speakers say that, but we are already created, and mm. we are already defined, because like God has made us, and He has said um, who we are. Um, so there's no way we can we can remake ourselves. I think that's just something to start with, to just have that awareness that we are. Um, already uh defined by who god mm. made us to be and that he he knows us and that if we want to know who we are truly we have to look to him and um i feel like the devil is quite busy um establishing lies in in, in this world yeah. so that yeah. people forget who god formed them to be yeah. um and as children of god it's like we have i feel like we have two responsibilities um of course in the body of christ and within ourselves to be to remind ourselves of who we are in christ mm. but then also 
on a second level to actually reach out to those who don't know God yet and who don't know who they are in God, that they would come to know who they truly are. Because I believe that a lot of um, people struggling with depression and anxiety and identity confusions, that pain really comes from being disconnected to who they truly are. Right. Like, that's how you are just lost, because you are trying to figure out who you are. Meanwhile, the world is telling you, uh, I don't know, <laughs> redefine yourself, love yourself. Mm. And it's the wrong place to look for. I mean, you can't redefine yourself, as I said. So, yeah, you have to look to God. You know? That's, you know, that's amazing already. And I really, really love that sentence, like, um, like it feels like it should it belongs on a shirt like we're already created we're already defined we cannot mm-hmm. recreate ourselves because when God created us and you know what did he say he said um it was good everything God created he said it was good like he's not God at any point has not made like physical edits to the human body or the human being at all at any point so yeah like you said people are very busy trying to play God and trying to recreate a human being, both psychologically and physically. Whilst we've already, we're, we're perfect. We've been perfectly and wonderfully made, haven't we? So yeah, no, I, I really, really love that. Yeah, exactly. I do feel like um, there is a, a need for a person to be restored to the original goodness that God had in mind creating us, though. Like... Um, every human being on the face of this this earth is made in God's image. But for us to actually be restored to him, we have to come to acknowledge Christ and that he really does love us. And then by faith, we become his children, right? Mm. By accepting that free gift of salvation that he has given us, we are being restored to him. And I believe that that is very essential to us actually being able to even like acknowledge who who we are in Christ. We have to know Christ before that, of course. Our identity is Christ. Um, if you read if you read Galatians two twenty, it says, Paul says, "I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ mm. lives in me." I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I feel like the the basis, the beginning of our identity is us dying to ourselves and being alive in Christ who then lives this life in us. Like you mentioned about um, um, having faith and being a child of God. That's what Paul says. Paul says, the life I now live in the body and live by faith in the Son of God, right? In John, mm-hmm. it says, those that believe him, he gave them the right to become children, children of, God. of God. So we are children of God, and we live that identity by faith. So when we start looking to the natural world, when we start looking to society, when we start looking to magazines and social media and friends, when we start trying to hear the voices of the natural world, to get our identity. That's where the problem is. And I think that's where the problem has always been. Us, rather than having faith in who God says we are through Christ or in Christ, mm-hmm. we've shifted that focus and we're looking for that elsewhere. But it is only the creator of a thing that can give that thing an identity. And once that creator has identified it, 
everyone else that tries to redefine it is it's not the creator is it so it's it's it may not be the purpose that the creator has in mind for it yeah i love what you just said it's it's basically we have to look to the word of god to also study who we are right 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 because sometimes as as christians we can know um we can know certain scriptures and we might have read through the whole new testament but if we then go a whole while without the word then we watch some shows on netflix then as you said like yeah like we talk to people and then we start to identify with things other than what god says about us right. and yeah another thing that i was also thinking about a lot lately is um the fact that we can only walk in like speaking of christians right now like we can only walk in the authority that god has given us when we know that we have that authority yeah. right yeah. like identity in christ comes with authority mm-hmm. but if we don't know that we have been given authority then we will always struggle like yeah we will feel like i don't know we are we are powerless or something like that and that's when the devil can actually come in and and uh, feed us some kind of lies yeah. as as children of god we have to really know who we are in christ like we have to even daily read it and feed ourselves with it and know it and walk by it the other day i think it was it was like yesterday i saw john bavier post um a video where he was speaking directly to the camera and he was like child of god the devil does not have authority over you <laughs> and i was like wow um and then i was thinking about it it's 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 truly only when we forget who we are in christ when we forget our identity in christ yeah and when we dwell on those kind of lies that we actually stop walking in authority and we feel like we're defeated and all that so no, that's absolutely true like and this i've had i've had a number of people say that god creates but the devil perverts so mm. what god has created god has created us um in his image and in his likeness right Um, unfortunately sin occurred and then we're spiritually separated from God so although we're still we've still been created in God's image we still have that image however the relationship with the original creator was broken so he sent Christ to come and die to restore that relationship to restore that identity but I, I feel like a lot of people like you say if we do not reach out to a lot of people to make them aware of their identity how are they going to know because you first have to know who you are in Christ and understand who you mm-hmm. are in Christ and if Christ is living in you and Christ is living through you then you also have to understand how he is living it and you can only come to understand that through the word of god understanding the person of Christ through the holy yeah. spirit because the holy spirit has been given to us as the teacher as the teacher of all truths and remember Christ is the way the truth and the life, and the life. so the, the holy spirit comes to teach us these truths and i know you mentioned about self love and stuff and I, you know i was thinking on this topic before we got together and i was thinking you know how the, the world just says like love yourself um 
Mm. love yourself and like there, there's some words of affirmations right i'm beautiful i am enough and stuff like that and i was thinking where those words of affirmations are brilliant are beautiful and they have their place for us mm. as christians for us as children of god it's important for us to first by faith understand what our identity is in christ right yeah what is the word saying that we are so rather than self-love we have to look to die to self i mean luke 9 23 says if anyone desires to come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me so the journey of identity first starts by dying to yourself because you won't find your identity in yourself and by yourself your identity is in christ and you will find Mm. out what it is through the same person that's created us. Right now, I even feel like I want to think about what you just said because it was so deep. I'm like, <laughs> we say things like, we say things like that, like I am, I am enough. I am, mm. I am beautiful. I am worth it, and like all of these things are mm. fine, but their f- their, their source is from. The it's not rooted in the word. Exactly. Yeah, but when we root it in the word and say. I am beautiful because I am fearfully and wonderfully, wonderfully made. made. Not only are you satisfying your spirit, but also your your fleshly man in which you're living is understanding that your source is from the word of God and not just mm. from the natural. Because you we can't we, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. Mm. So anything that anything that's to do with identity, eternity, and all of that is necessary it's necessary that we look to the things that are above for these Mm. things and even more so our identity and i really like what you said about our our identity in christ coming with authority and like this is one of the many benefits one of the many benefits that we get when we understand what our authority in christ is if i read you a scripture jeremiah 1 um God says to Jeremiah, um, so Jeremiah, this is the, the first, this is Jeremiah's call and first vision. Um, it says, the Lord gave me this message. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. Then Jeremiah says, oh, sovereign God. So that, that's Jeremiah's identity. He's mm-hmm. been set apart, right? He's been appointed as a prophet. That is how god sees him that is how god has made him that is his purpose right Mm. then jeremiah says oh sovereign lord i said i can't speak for you i am too young jeremiah says i'm too young then god um then the lord replied don't say i'm too young for you must go wherever i send you and say whatever i tell you and don't be afraid of the people for i will be with you and will protect you i the lord have spoken then this is the part that screams authority to me. Then the Lord reached out and touched my mouth and said, look, I have put my words in your mouth. Today, I appoint you to stand up against nations and kingdoms. Some you must uproot and tear down, destroy and overthrow. Others you must build up and plan. And that that just screams authority. God mm. has given us that mandate, that authority to do these things. But we can only fulfill purpose because that was Jeremiah's purpose, right? He was his purpose was to be he was appointed a prophet. He was appointed as a set apart person to the nations. 
But he said, I'm too young. And for a lot of us, God is revealing to us what our identity is, who Mm. he has made us to be, why he's created us. But we're thinking, "I'm, I'm not qualified. I'm not this. I'm not that. And we're rejecting that identity that Christ has given us, that God has given us. And until we come to accept that, that authority where God has given us to, um, and appointed us to stand up against nations and kingdoms, to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, we will not be able to walk in that authority unless we accept that. No, God has created me to identify as his child. It's like... When we when we say no, I, I'm not I'm not um, qualified or something. We we almost like tell God that he, what he said about us is not true. We like we call, yeah. we call him a liar, which is like it's not good at all. So um, yeah, we should we should really listen closely yeah. to who God says we are, and then actually believe it and also accept it, like. We can try and be stubborn and all and say, I mean, God calls us by a certain thing. And then we just have to accept it by faith, not necessarily by sight. Mm. Like the word of God says we have to walk by faith and not by sight. So you might look at yourself and you might think that you see a lack of ability or something like that. Right. Mm. But if God says he has given it to you, then you must walk by faith that he has truly equipped you. Yeah. Even if you can't see it yet or you can't do it in your own strength by faith, yeah. you know that God is with you and he like God dwells in us by his Holy Spirit. So we can do it. Whatever God calls us to do, we can do it. There's so many different voices that are speaking to who they think we should be. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get drowned in those voices and we start and there's a temptation to accept it because that may be easier because that's that we can see that's in the natural rather than the mm-hmm. um the faith um that we need to exercise to accept what god has said about us in his word and mm-hmm. there's some really powerful powerful scriptures that highlight identity and who we are in christ right like take second corinthians 5 verse 21 it says for our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin so that Mm -hmm. in him we might become the righteousness of god and this is i feel like this is a big one that people struggle to accept that you are the righteousness of god in Mm -hmm. christ jesus like Christ's righteousness was imputed on us and our sin on him. So there was mm-hmm. an exchange, right? Yeah. There was an exchange where because of Christ's finished work on the cross, in him we allow the righteousness of God and the devil can't take that away from us. It is an established truth. It is who we are. It is our identity. Do you know mm-hmm. some things are... Some things are factual, right? You you can't a fact is a fact. You can't change facts. A truth, truth is absolute, right? I've already mentioned truth is a person. Truth is Christ, and mm-hmm. the truth is telling us in His Word that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. First Peter two nine, and it's another example. It says, "But you're a chosen race, 
a royal priest, a holy nation, and people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Um, just highlighting again what, what that verse says we are. Chosen race, royal priesthood, holy nation, a people for his own possession. And once, and then it continues to say, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And we have to understand that until we discover, we find out what our identity is in Christ, we will not be able to fulfill the purpose why we've been created here and now. Like the scripture mm-hmm. we read in Jeremiah, Jeremiah had to accept who he was before he was able to fulfill his purpose, right? He had to accept that. He wasn't too young. He had to accept um, that he is indeed the prophet that God is calling him to be. So for us as Christians, we're a chosen race, we're a royal priesthood, we're a holy nation, we're people for God's own possession. Now, accept that because if you if you don't, you really won't be able to proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. But a lot hinges on us proclaiming that excellency, right? In Matthew, in Matthew, it says, um, the great commission, go ye therefore into the world and make disciples. You can't make a disciple if you've not accepted your identity in Christ as a disciple maker. And that's another thing, right? God has called us to make disciples. So that is our identity. We're a disciple maker. If we don't understand that and accept that and walk in it, then the command to um, the command to go ye therefore and make disciples, we will it will absolutely not be lived right because mm-hmm. we've not accepted that. But one final scripture, um, Adina, before I hand back over to you, Ephesians two ten says, "For we are his workmanship." Created in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And again, you we see that link between identity and purpose, right? Mm-hmm. We are his workmanship. That is our identity. We have been created in Christ Jesus. That is our identity. But why have we been created in Christ Jesus? For good works. And that is our purpose. So it, it's important. It's important. These two things are things that a lot of people, a lot of people are lost. Alina, like you said at the beginning, a lot of people are lost because they don't know, first of all, who they are. So they don't understand why they've been created. Mm. We need to know our identity to understand our purpose here on earth. We need to understand that we're, a, we're God's workmanship. We need to understand that we're a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Before we are able to understand that we've been created for good works and we've been, we've been created to proclaim the excellencies of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. But and you mentioned about the devil deceiving us, like because that's his work, he perverts things that have been created by God, right? Mm-hmm. So that is that is what he's been doing. Because our purpose ends us in populating the kingdom or making the kingdom of God richer, he attacks our purpose through our identity, right? Mm. So because we need to know who we are to understand why we've been created, he's going to attack attack our identity. So then if you don't understand your identity, you don't know what your purpose are, your purpose is. And mm. if you do not fulfill your purpose, mm. then 
your life has been a waste here on earth. Like, do you see what I mean? Your contribution to the kingdom of God has been a waste. And he's he's mm. been doing that one person at a time. I mean, the Bible says that the devil comes not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The devil mm. has for a long time stolen some of our identities. Um, he's he's killed it, he's destroyed our identity, he's destroyed our purpose by stealing our identity. And for a long time, for a long, long, long time. And that was my story. And the devil makes us focus on the natural, right? Because our identity is hinged to our faith in whom our identity is found in. Mm. He removes our focus, our attention from the faith aspect or the spiritual aspect and makes us focus on the physical. And that's why we live in a society where so much emphasis is placed on the physical body, right? It has to be a certain... Um, shape you have to talk a certain way you have to look a certain way right and that's mm-hmm. why a lot of people are modifying themselves to try and fit into that mode um so the devil has stolen our, our attention he has distracted us from who we actually are in christ and has made us look elsewhere for this identity but mm-hmm. obviously because it's not the identity in Christ or what God has created us to identify us we're struggling because we're looking elsewhere (laughs) do you see what I mean and like I was saying for like a a long time that was me and that's potentially still some people now like people are still looking elsewhere to, to identify themselves to find out there's a lot of identity practice A lot of identity crisis, and people are suffering with identity crisis a lot. But then, yeah, we need to understand that for us to repair or to mend or to resolve that crisis is by looking to the one who's created us. That is that is where we get the manual and the instruction as to why we were created and what we were created for, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the thing is that the devil is always the accuser of the brethren, right? We know by faith that we um, that Christ has taken um, our sin, um, and like there's a scripture: He Himself bore our sins in His body on the tree, so that having died to sins, we might live for righteousness. Yeah. Right. But then the devil comes sometimes and accuses us of the past, right? And that's where the word of God says in Ephesians chapter 6, to put on the full armor of God. Because um, it is only by the shield of faith that we can extinguish the flaming arrows of the evil one. So the devil comes to accuse us. He says, see, look what you have done. Look what you've done. Look what you've done one year back, three years back. But when we know by the word of God that indeed there's now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Yeah, Yeah, that is the shield of faith we lift up and that's how we extinguish the flaming arrows. By that shield of faith. Um, I I really believe that, that, I mean, Jesus was tempted, right? Yeah by the devil um, in the desert after 40 days of fasting. Mm -hmm. And 
I mean, he's he's God. He's God with us. He could have just sent a legion of angels to cast the devil down. I don't know. Like, he could have done a lot of things. <laughs> but I believe that he wanted to model to us how we meet those accusations. Right. And he gave the word of God. He he answered the devil with scripture. So that Ephesians chapter 6 also says um, later on that, um, okay, let me just open Ephesians chapter 6. Give me one moment, please. That's okay. <laughs> um, so it says... So it says that that the sword of the spirit is the word of God, right? Yeah, yeah. So that is how we fight the evil one. We do not fight by quarreling or discussing with him. Because I don't know who it was, but somebody once said that the devil has thousands of years of experience in, in, in arguing. Right. That's so good. <laughs> That's so true. Do you know, quickly, Emmanuel, Emmanuel says... And and this is this is when I was trying not trying. This was like a couple of years ago when I when I joined CYI um, of London, and I remember Emmanuel, um, our Europe director. He he joined one of our meetings and he was teaching us, and we're doing we're doing a say it loud. Um, and mm. I think I think was he on identity? I can't remember, but it was along those lines, and we're talking about things like that. And then he said something that's stuck with me like and probably will forever he said when the devil when the devil comes don't argue with him point mm. into the holy spirit and that is one of the rules of the holy spirit like you can't handle the devil on your own don't sit there and argue with the devil but yeah no you continue alina yeah <laughs> exactly i believe i believe uh, what i just quoted was president emmanuel yeah there you go yeah <laughs> yeah so so ephesians chapter 6 um from verse 10 tells us like um the word tells us here what we are to do um and that is um to put on the full armor of god so let me just read it is that fine yeah, yeah absolutely. okay from verse 10 finally be strengthened by the lord and his vast strength Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the schemes of the devil. And we've just spoken about this, that the devil wants to come to lie to us about our identity. So how do we stand against the schemes? Um, We put on the full armor of God. And it says here, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this darkness against evil spiritual forces in the heavens so even when people accuse us or they want to tell us this is not who you are we know that we don't wrestle against them come on it's the principalities behind it but recently i think it was two days ago we had this devotion um with cyi where and that was called uh, titled seated in heavenly realms right and um there we have ephesians chapter 2 verse 6 where it says, and God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Yeah. So that is where I was starting to think about authority. Right. Because there may be, there are those powers of darkness and those principalities in the heavens. But because we are seated 
because God has raised us up with Christ and we are seated with him in the heavenly realms, mm. we have authority over those principalities. Come on. Yeah. And um, it goes on, um, Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 13. For this reason, take up the full armor of God so that you may be able to resist in the evil day and having prepared everything. And, and that evil day is literally every day. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, the devil doesn't take holidays. <laughs> He's not inactive. So <laughs> then from verse 14, it goes on. Stand therefore with truth like a belt around your waist. Mm. Righteousness like armor on your chest. And your feet ready, re, uh, sandaled with readiness for the gospel of peace. In every situation, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish, extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Oh. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So t- truly this scripture is so amazing and um it does also remind us of our identity, right? Yeah. Because we, um, like we have the, we have the armor on our chest as the righteousness that we have been given through yeah. Christ. We have the truth of God, uh, like a belt around our waist. Um, our feet are sandaled with readiness for the gospel of peace. Um, and in every situation we can t- take up the shield of faith. God has given us faith through his word. And um, also we can take the helmet of salvation. That is to know that you are truly, I mean, you know, sometimes people question their salvation, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we do that, we can also really, really struggle. But we know that by the word of God, um, it says that if you have believed in your heart and confessed with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you uh, I'm paraphrasing, I'm sorry, but yeah, no, you, you will be saved. Yeah. So we know that we have to believe in our heart and confess it with our mouth. Yeah. And if we have done that, we are saved, truly. So we have to be assured of that salvation. Um, and then finally, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Yeah. Yeah, so we know that the Holy Spirit uh, dwells in us by faith in Christ Jesus. So we do not fight against the schemes of the evil one by quarreling or discussing, but we take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And funny enough, um, (laughs) recently I've had uh, various dreams about me fighting either dragons or snakes with a sword. And I was always like, hmm, okay, it can mean like some kind of attack and, and Christ is fighting on my behalf or the Holy Spirit is interceding on my behalf. That's how I was seeing it. But then later, now that I was that I also studied um, uh, the book of Ephesians chapter six, where it speaks about the armor of God, I realized, wow, the sword that I was fighting with is the word of God, and it was also God telling me that I can truly fight those evil powers by His sword, right. the sword of the Spirit by His word. So yeah. We that's really have to so put on the full armor. <laughs> the whole armor of God that Paul talks about helps us a know our identity, but also guard our identity, right? Because our identity was restored in Christ through salvation, through Christ's finished work. So when we have that helmet of salvation on, that guards 
it, it protects it. Um, but when when you when when you come to the like the sandal, the sandal it's um the piece that comes from the good news, so we're fully prepared, that feeds into our purpose because we've all been created here on earth mm-hmm. to populate the kingdom of God, right? That's that's what our purpose is. And just looking at it in totality, it's like a whole it's a whole new perspective as I'm getting. And it's just really, really amazing. Um what I want us to do, um and whilst I go through these ten, um I can give you sort of the time to to sort of go through any ones that come across um that you come across as well or any one that the Holy Spirit inspires you with. But what I want us to do is to remind people of their identity in Christ. So I've got um, about 10 short statements that I want to read out from the word of God. So these are picked from verses just to help. If you didn't know, this is good for you to know if you're listening. But if you already knew and have forgotten, it's a, a, a reminder, right? A reaffirmation of who we are in Christ. Um, and if you could say it after me, if you're listening and can say it after me, that would be brilliant because it's not it's not enough if you just believe it confession has confession paired with belief has a way um of making us saved confession plus belief equals so if we want to truly stand in our identity it's not enough just believing it we have to confess it as well so please if you're listening say after me i am a child of god beautiful i am the righteousness of god in christ jesus i am god's workmanship created in christ jesus for good works i am part of a chosen race a royal priesthood a holy nation I am seated in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. I have authority in Christ Jesus. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. My body is God's temple. And finally, I can do all things. And I want you to scream this last one. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. And, and, and these are truths that look, see, look. Look in God's word um, for your identity. All of these are found in God's word. Look for them um, in God's word. Write them down. Keep saying it. Keep professing it. Keep believing it. Keep walking in it. And honestly, it will guard our hearts. It will guard our minds. It will guard our identity mm. and who we are in Christ. Alina, have you got any, any ones that you want us to add at all? Yes, please. Um 
I really love that you brought up the affirmations earlier on because there are affirmations that the world will give you, but yeah. truly, truly, they are not mm, they like don't. God's word above all else will strengthen yeah. you. Yeah. 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 So therefore, I before we even met for this podcast, I um I wrote down I am affirmations according to the word of God on my on my um window, literally. Love it. Yeah. You've got to send that to me. Please send that to me. <laughs> yeah, like my, my door has like a, a window in it and I wrote it on there. So I can I can just read those out, yeah? Yes, yeah. Okay. I am blessed. I am chosen. I am holy. I am blameless. I am loved. I am forgiven. I am accepted. I am redeemed. I am renewed. I am healed. I am wise in Christ. I am an heir to the kingdom of God. I am set apart. I am anointed. I am rejoiced over. I am protected. I am never alone. I am strengthened. I am able to resist the devil in Jesus' name. I am victorious. And then I have another part that says, I have authority. I have victory in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. That's just beautiful. Um, beautiful. Like I said, these are truths. You know, with identity crisis, like people's identity changing one day um, today and then changing again tomorrow, it's because we have not firmly rooted our faith and our belief in who we are in Christ. Christ is unchanging, so our identity in Christ will be unchanging. We will, all of the I am's and I have's, um, the I am affirmations that we've said, it will always be the case because Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, today and, forever. and forever. So if yesterday we were children of God, today we are, we are children of God and tomorrow we will be children of God. And it is, un, it is until, it is not until we've placed our faith in these truths, these never changing truths, that our identity and practice will be resolved. If we want to have a firm foundation we need to anchor identity on the never-changing Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, Alina, I want you to, in the next, well, as we bring um, this episode to an end, I want you to pray for anyone that has suffered with identity crisis their whole life. Someone, um, there's people out there, people listening, that the devil has whispered lies to for so long. I want you to speak the freedom of God um, to such a person. I want you to... Um, Pray with us. Pray with anyone that needs that needs that reminder. Anyone that needs that loving. Anyone that needs that understanding. That the Holy Spirit will so fill their hearts and will so shower them with the love that they need and the reminder of who they are. Over to you, please. Yeah, Father God, we thank you for each and every listener right now. We lift them up into your mighty hands, Father God. In Jesus' name, I pray that if you have been struggling with identity crisis, may you be reminded right now that God has formed you in the name of Jesus Christ. That he 
knows you like no one and nothing else could ever know you. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that may the Holy Spirit reveal to you your true identity in Christ daily. May he reveal to you Jesus today, tomorrow, and forever. And may he reveal to you who you truly are in Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, and by the authority that I have been given, I pray and I declare that every chain of confusion shall be broken right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Every principality and authority that has been trying to weigh you down, that has been trying to keep you away from knowing who you are in Christ, I cancel it right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I declare over your mind that you shall be set free right now from any deceptions in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray in the name of Jesus, Father, that may you shower the, the person listening right now, Father, with your love and with your peace that transcends all understanding. May you help them to know that they are loved and that you know them, that you see them, and that you have a purpose and a plan for them. I pray that may you be strengthened by the vast strength of, of the Lord and may you put on the full armor of God according to, the, to Ephesians chapter 6. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 That was absolutely beautiful and liberating. Thank you so much. You know, when <laughs> when you were praying, you know the song, Jaira, especially the part that says, I'm already loved, I'm already chosen, I know who I am, I know who's mm. spoken. And I was like, Alina's a beautiful singer. I mean, it wouldn't hurt for her to sing that part for us at all. Brilliant. Over to you. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. I'm already loved. I'm already chosen. I know who I am. I know what you've spoken. I'm already loved more than I could imagine. And that is enough. That is enough. I'm already loved. I'm already chosen. I know who I am. I know what you've spoken. I'm already loved more than I could imagine. And that is enough. Oh, that's so beautiful. Amen. Thank you so much. I, I could, do you know what? And God can call me home and I'll be happy because ah, that was just, that was just absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much. And, you know, it's been such a pleasure. It's been such a pleasure. I can't tell you how long I've been wanting to get you on the podcast. Like, I've heard you speak and I and I, I, I thought to myself, nah, I've got to bring Alina onto my podcast. Like it's been as far back as last year, um, like even before we even like started talking, I knew you had to come on my podcast. So thank you so much for honoring my invitation. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on here. And like I said to all my guests, <laughs> you will definitely be coming back. So please prepare yourself. <laughs> Thank you so much, Yeah, It's been an honor um, to be here and God bless you for the work you're doing. 
and yeah Amen. let's God let's keep on praying you. for each other for strength and yeah i'm glad to know you yeah same girl same but thank you guys so much for listening to yet another episode um we will come your way as you know in subsequent episodes but for now remember that you are loved bye bye everyone <laughs> I know what you've spoken I'm already loved More than I could imagine And that is enough That is enough I'm already loved I'm already chosen I know who I am, I know what you've spoken, I'm already loved, more than I could imagine, and that is enough. Thank you for listening and we hope you've been blessed. Don't forget to engage with our socials. On Instagram, it's at deep underscore dive with my bow, and on Twitter at dive with my bow. It was a pleasure having you and we hope to see you in the next episode.